I'm Matt Hartman, and this is TLDR Daily. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Matt. How do we know each other? We know each other from years and years ago with synergistic careers. I wanted to work the word in there so bad, and it was in the back of my mind, uh, through investing. And what do you do now? I invest with a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk, who may or may not have screamed at you through a screen of some way, shape, or form, either through YouTube, television, or another social platform, um, in the most endearing of ways. And I (laughs) do investing and special projects with him. What are you reading? I am currently reading a lovely article on Eater uh, about our only LP, Stephen Ross, and his co-CEO, Matt Higgins, uh, and their foray into investing in restaurants, which has typically been a no-no for not just funds, but people in general, uh, because there's a flashy statistic that's apparently inaccurate that 90% of restaurants fail within their first year. And is the article about how that statistic is inaccurate? That is a byproduct of the article. The article is around the strategy of vertically integrating in the world related. And restaurants are now an extension of that. He's very good at vertically integrating uh, things that he invests in with his whole ecosystem. What were some of the highlights? Some of the highlights are focusing on restaurants as iconic brands because that's an interesting takeaway because what's more intimate than what you eat. Uh, another highlight is the parallel between not just restaurants, but also the other investments that Steve has made. And some are, have been through Gary and myself. Uh, he's invested in VaynerMedia. He's invested in a PR company, Darrison company, and everything seemingly fits into one piece. And, one hand holds on to the other and it's very, very complimentary. And it's a fascinating look into how to build a business and the different aspects of that. Why is there a perception that restaurant, most restaurants fail? And then why is it, do they provide any numbers saying that that's, that's actually not true. Here's the new numbers. They don't provide statistics to defend against that. It's almost a throwaway line that that's just not true. And I think the, the perception is that, A, it's an extremely demanding and difficult business to get into, just like any venture into entrepreneurship is, but the combination of the insanely thin margins, the calamity of it all, because if if you've ever spent time in the back of the house, in the kitchen, it's it's insane. <laughs> and the fact that that happens night in and night out is is nuts. It's interesting to see venture capital firms looking at companies that we might call real estate companies. Like we work as an example. I think the wing is an example. What we're doing studios here is an example of a new layer of what the business model could look like for a physical piece of real estate. And I think about restaurant and real estate as two different businesses. But what's the kind of key takeaway from the article? It's more about that restaurants and thinking in software terms is an interesting app to run on top of the platform of real estate. 
and it's a nice value add for a key property. If you have the most exciting and interesting brands that bring people over to eat food, they'll spend time in the building. They'll just spend more time in that neck of the woods, to borrow from Al Roker. Actually, it's it's a hybrid of option one, where the restaurant itself is the draw, and that's what brings people into the funnel, and they stay longer because the development or real estate is awesome. There's other key interesting pieces that resonate with them. But also the cross-pollination, it's almost a partnership because the other key pieces could draw other people in, and if they see a brand that's a restaurant drawing them in, then there's the cross-pollination of users, so to speak, if we're keeping the app terminology going. And not every development's like this that has the full suite of of apps, so to speak, but it's just to feed into the community and, and keep people there for longer and get more of the percentage to spend on their wallet. Interesting. It's They serve different functions, and so it's interesting to think about where these things are similar, where these things are different. And you can also think about the, the restaurant in that sense. If, if the person that owns the real estate also is an investor or owns the restaurant or also owns the shop, mm. it all feeds in because the central project will always get paid through rent or a rep share, whatever the structure is on said lease. Cool. Phil, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to do my first podcast with you. Thanks for listening to TLDR Daily. I'll link the article in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Hartman. See you tomorrow morning.